is the One Big Thought Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's Ken Hester welcoming you back to the One Big Thought Podcast. It has been a few weeks now. We've been in, into discipleship training. We've been talking about all things discipleship. I've got Andy George and Anthony Thomas with me. These guys combined have about 50 plus years of experience, but they would be uh, not not quite, you know, aged, I would say. You know, just just wise, I would say. Guys, welcome. How are you guys doing today? Very good. Good to be here with you, Ken and Andy. Yep, doing great. Excited to uh, continue the conversation in discipleship for sure. Yeah, that's cool. So, you know, we, we, we want, what we want to do here at the One Big Thought Podcast is we don't want to waste your time. We want to get right into it. We want to give you some practical handles, some things that you can apply, especially as it relates to discipleship. So if you haven't had a chance, go back, listen to some of the podcasts that we've been going through in season two. Uh, this is now our sixth episode. We're excited about that. And um, as always, again, subscribe, like, comment, share the podcast with friends mm-hmm. and family. And uh, let's jump right into it, guys. We're going to talk about prayer today as it relates to discipleship. And I think oftentimes when we when people talk about prayer, they often want pastors to pray for them. They don't necessarily think, oh, now I have full access to God and to the Spirit and to understanding what does prayer actually mean to me. So prayer can be intimidating to some people. Prayer can be even just uh, almost one way of like a a wish list or answer this or this is the problem that I'm going through. So we're going to break some of those um, mindsets today in this podcast. But when you think about prayer, uh, Anthony, what, what, what comes to you? You're always good for, you're always good for a good scripture to connect us back to the word of God as it relates to prayer as well. But, uh, what are some things that stand out to you when you're thinking about, uh, aligning ourselves with God through prayer? Yeah, I, you know, it is true that it, it can feel intimidating because we're talking to the creator of the universe, you know, and, and so it, it but I, I will say, I think prayer comes supernaturally when we're in a crisis or when we realize how much we need God, mm. we just call out and we, and I think our, our problem sometimes happens when we um, we think we've got things all handled and under control, right. and we just really kind of forget about God. Um, yeah, a scripture, uh, John fifteen seven says, "If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be given to you." And so, this idea that we need God desperately for everything we're asking for is is huge, and I, I think that's an important part of uh, decreasing our intimidation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, you know, we're talking through discipleship, and what we've noted is that there's certain behaviors that disciples have. Mm-hmm. And so where this falls in is not just everybody should pray, it is a mark of being a disciple, right. uh, that we have a consistent prayer life. And as you said, there's hindrances that people have to prayer. Uh, people wonder, does my prayer even matter? Will God answer my prayer? Instead, I wonder what would happen if people looked at prayer as if you're inviting God's kingdom into your everyday circumstance. That's mm. what prayer really does. Yeah, It's not just praying when you're sick or praying for somebody that needs help or praying for your own situation. It's through prayer, you're, you're inviting God's kingdom here and now. That's the Lord's prayer, like thy kingdom come. You're inviting his kingdom into your everyday life. And so there's great purpose behind prayer other mm. than just praying, you know, which right. is great. But to understand as a disciple that my power is directly related to prayer yeah. when it comes to 
walking with people and leading people to Christ and that journey of how it is and how it's playing out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I also think of uh, just the need to align with God. You know, it's it's not about getting God to do our bidding through prayer. It's really us aligning ourselves yeah. really to what God's desires are, and and that definitely happens as we listen and as we relate to God in prayer. So, again, you know, we're walking through these behaviors of the disciple, Andy, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. and this is a behavior. This isn't just an act or just something that you do when you, you think about it or when there is a crisis. But, you know, Paul encourages us to pray without ceasing. And I think, the, uh, the again, the mark of behavior of a disciple is to include prayer into your everyday walk, everyday life, everyday conversations. And um, I think what would be really helpful to the listeners is some practical ways to do that. Again, yeah. here at the One Big Thought Podcast, we want to do our best to give you practical handles. And we've kind of come up with eight practical right. handles. Uh, why don't we do a little uh, a little tennis match? Anthony, I know you're a tennis player. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so why don't we do a little tennis back and forth? Uh, Anthony, why don't you kick off with number one? And we'll, uh, we'll just kind of list off these eight things and a little bit of insight to them as well. Yeah, the, the first is to pray without ceasing, uh, like you mentioned. And, uh, and you know, I, that sounds impossible, but I am so refreshed by that idea, you know, that I don't have to set aside, you know, X number of minutes every day, but I can actually just relate to God throughout the day and, and speak to Him like He's my dad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, wow, God, did you see that? And that's amazing. What are you doing here, God? Yeah. Uh, you know, speaking to Him in a natural way, kind of. Uh, between him and me as I go. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, you know, the practical idea is, like you said, is that prayer is an expectation. Because mm. Jesus often would say, when you pray, not if you pray yeah, or right. if you feel like praying, it's just when you pray. So there's this expectation behind prayer that then leads to also the practical side of it, which is one of them is just to practice silence in prayer, mm -hmm. which sounds almost opposite of what people want to do because everybody just wants to pray or give God a big list of things they need, which is great. And he does say, bring all your burdens to me. But what about just practicing some good silence behind prayer? Yeah. Yeah, another is um, praying during your quiet time. And, and kind of an old school method that I use regularly in my quiet time is the Acts acrostic, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, right. supplication. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I go through it in that way. You know, I adore Christ. I confess my sins. I read the scripture. I express thanksgiving to the Lord. And, and then um, usually pray through um, some requests. Yeah. And so that's that uh, acts acrostic, mm -hmm. and, and that's a great practical idea. Yeah, another good practical idea. And again, it kind of sounds it's almost funny. It almost sounds like old school, but it, it's important. Like, why not just make a list? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, whether you right. write it down physically or yeah. use your phone or tablet or computer, but... Or just, think, or just think about the people that are closest to you in your yeah, life. Just, just like, making a list of your family of non-Christians. How about your pastor in your church? You know, you can pray for missionaries, you know, you know mm -hmm. Christian works that are happening, uh, our government. Yep. Like, that's an expectation of prayer, too, that we're supposed to pray for the government over us, uh, people in our zip codes, which is an important thing. And then, of course, our personal needs. But what happens when we make a list is we won't forget as many things probably. Yeah. You know, I think that's important, a good practical thing to do. So, Anthony, he mentioned this a little bit in that list, but uh, the next practical like application or practical thing that you can pray for is people in your zip code. 
what does that mean? You know, we think about, oh, yeah, let me just pray for people in my zip code. It sounds good, but what are what are the kind of handles around that? Well, I think as a practical idea, it keeps you engaged in your community right around you, your neighborhood, your people around you, businesses around you, um, you know, activities going on around you. It keeps you aware, you know, with a spiritual lens of what's happening around you and, and are you being salt and light? And so mm-hmm. I think that's great to pray for your zip code specifically. Yep. And along with your zip code, another practical thing that I, I personally love doing, and we've done this as a church, we've done this in ministries, we encourage people individually to do this, and that is just prayer walks. Mm. Go walk your neighborhood and pray over your neighborhood. Yeah, It's such a great, easy way, but oh, it, yeah. it kind of gets you into your zip code as well, and just yeah, walking and praying in, in schools, you know, workplaces, mm-hmm. parks, I mean, just walking and praying. There's just something about that, of uh, just praying around those things. Yeah. 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 Another practical idea is to pray in groups. And so maybe you're part of a small group and actually spending some time in prayer. Um, just that uh, getting past that nervousness of praying out loud. You know, that's a, yeah. that's a great um, skill and opportunity to encourage one another. Yeah. Yep. And then that, probably the final one that we'll share is uh, praying with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're married, engaged, even if you got boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, just praying with uh, your spouse is an important thing. It's powerful. Uh, something happens when we do that. So oftentimes we could pray for everything out there and pray for ourselves, but just enjoy that time to pray, pray for with you our to spouse. Pray for the, the person closest to yeah, you Yeah, exactly. So exactly. really quickly hitting those again, pray without ceasing, silence in prayer, pray during your quiet time, using a prayer list, pray for the people in your zip code, your prayer walks, pray in groups and pray with the people that are closest to you. If you have a spouse, that's going to be probably the closest, but uh, thanks again for joining the one big thought podcast. We're excited to continue this conversation around discipleship, practical ways that you can become a disciple and take other people through discipleship as well. We're going to get next podcast into giving time, talents, and treasures. We'll see you soon.